0: back star wars fans to Coruscant radio underground here on the science fictionary i'm andrew and uh i'm still marisha
1: still marisha last time i checked
0: last time i checked don't turn into anybody else that'd be weird
1: it's true it would be weird it would it would be
0: very weird all right so uh we're going to talk a little bit about star wars celebration um i had we had intended to do uh, streams during celebration, but I was laying on a sofa thinking I was dying at that point in time. So spoiler alert. I didn't did die. die. <laughs> we're glad I'm not uh, a reanimated corpse.
1: That would that would be worrisome. Yeah, that would not be cool. But if you were a reanimated corpse, I still wouldn't have to worry about like being single. I mean, it's, and you wouldn't <laughs> have
0: to buy Halloween decorations.
1: <laughs> it's true. You know, it, it, it could be a thing. But, alas, Adrian did not die. It's not reanimated. Here in the flesh, the original flesh.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, I want to make sure everybody sees the logo in yes. the corner here. Uh, I don't know. Wars
1: celebration to New Orleans. This
0: is what we're pushing for. And at this point, it'll be a few years before it's even possible with the next Star Wars Celebration going to Japan. Uh, what do you think about that? I think um, it's probably due.
1: Um, and, and I've kind of mentioned this, I think, on uh, the Science Fictionary, but having two consecutive um, celebrations overseas, you know, I'm not saying that all of their fan base is American, but, you know, they're, they're an American company. Um, I was a little surprised that they had – three celebrations back to back in the states and then two back to back overseas it seems like it would have been like you know florida london california japan chicago you know like break it up a little bit
0: yeah um and and i don't know i i don't, I don't really know how they go about determining some of that stuff it was they were definitely due to to hold it in japan oh yeah for sure i mean um it's been a really long time since there's been there's well there's a it's a big fan base there. yeah I know a lot of people were real upset oh I well I can't afford to go to Japan It's like yeah most of us can't
1: well most of the Japanese fans can't afford to come to Anaheim so now we're even right
0: so yeah I mean that's the thing we have they hold it in different places for different people to be able to attend it's right it's different than other conventions it's, yeah, it's not sure. because you know other conventions aren't worried about traveling around and they're They're trying to make it easier for fans in different parts of the country mm-hmm. to make it. And that's yeah. why I think it's uh it's they're due to have it either here in or have it in New Orleans or have it in Atlanta, yeah, one of okay. the two they both places have a facility, plenty yeah. big enough. They're both great host cities. Mm-hmm. Um, New Orleans is one of the best event cities in the world,
1: yeah, and I, I'm a little surprised. So they ever have one in uh, New York? Or anywhere on the eastern seaboard?
0: In Chicago. Chicago. Well, it's Midwest. That's but, Midwest, yeah. Uh, that's probably I mean I mean like Orlando is the east coast, but Well yeah, but that's like way. You out. know, I don't know that they have it seems like there was one i'm not like i, I don't, i'm not well versed on the history of star wars celebration and it's been around a long a lot longer than most people realize
1: yeah since really since the prequels um since the prequel era they've been having celebrations pretty sure
0: oh i think it's that's when it like caught on um yeah celebration one uh may uh 1999.
1: Oh, April 30th through May 2nd. So they've always kind of leaned into No, it's the whole, always
0: been this time of year. Um, they've
1: always leaned into the whole Easter thing. and We kind of um, ha- had a conversation with some other people online um, just about the fact that it's always over Easter. Like, honestly... Well,
0: it's really, always near Easter. It doesn't always fall on Easter. Now, is it not always, has it not fallen next on Easter? Next to the one in Japan is not on Easter. I you know, okay. already looked at the date. It's not on Easter. Okay. Um, it's just that when you hold it that time of year... There's at least some percentage of a chance that it's gonna fall on Easter. If you hold yeah. it in April, yeah. there's a chance it's gonna fall on Easter.
1: Yeah. Um, Don't care to crush the members yeah. on exactly what chance, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> No. Um, but I mean, you know it, it is what it is. i I'm, I'm I think the next one, I think after Japan, they're gonna come back to Orlando. Yeah. Uh I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it only in the future rotated between uh Orlando, Anaheim, London, and Japan. Uh yeah. I mean you hit the East Coast, West Coast, uh you know, Europe and, and Asia. Like it wouldn't surprise me if that was the future of celebration. Although I will say I saw pictures. Uh, from Star Wars Celebration London, and I'm very glad I wasn't there. Yeah. Like, I don't mind crowds, but that was a bit much. Yeah. Like.
1: It was very, very crowded. I
0: would be unhappy if I paid that much to go to a convention mm-hmm. and was crammed in there that bad.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. It's, it's an expensive convention, especially if you're traveling to well, it. Well, that's
0: the thing is most people are traveling to these, and they are expensive conventions. Mm-hmm. And they're they're generally held in expensive host cities. orlando is an expensive city anaheim is an incredibly expensive city Mm -hmm. i mean even if they had it in new orleans new orleans is an expensive city you know mostly because cities that size just the taxes on hotels the the entertainment taxes and stuff on hotels alone uh is astronomical but Mm -hmm. um i think it should i think it should be in new orleans i I can't imagine a better city that where it's never been Mm -hmm. to host the star wars celebration
1: yeah i agree
0: um, by the way, the, this logo, if you are interested, this logo, both with the uh, Star Wars Celebration text and without, uh, so just the uh, Florida Lee and Rebellion logo, are on our T Public page. That's true. I, I don't know exactly how long they will survive there especially
1: um, since that one says like, i mean star wars the, the, well the
0: star wars celebration one like it's pretty specific but the logo one actually i think the logo one is one of the better shirts on our page Yeah, I like it. and there's no text on it it's just that logo and i think it's a good looking shirt but again i, I don't know I, I don't know if that's something they will pull down or not but i suspect it is
1: it's very possible it could happen but it's only like half that. the logo it's true it's true. Maybe the algorithm, the algorithm hasn't called it yet.
0: Yeah, I think somebody would have to report it. Yeah. They don't think the algorithm, you know, any of their algorithms are going to catch that. But mm-hmm. either way. Um, so let's jump into uh, just talking about Star Wars Celebration. Uh, I had a lot of announcements. Mm-hmm. Before, before we get into this year's announcements, I was at Star Wars Celebration last year. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of announcements. There were. Now, most of those announcements came to fruition. Uh, All the TV stuff has stayed on track, even though some of it's been delayed. Mm -hmm. Um, And they didn't really announce a movie last year. Mm -hmm. But it's, and this is, of course, this is the thing, is people have lost faith in Lucasfilm, and not just the normal people that just hate Lucasfilm, or hate Disney Lucas, you know, Lucasfilm under the Disney banner. It's you're you're just your normal I'm talking to just kind of average fans who don't follow all this crap. Right. Who have quit even trying to keep up with what's coming movie-wise.
1: Because why?
0: Because why? Because they keep making announcements, and it keeps not happening. And we have three new movie announcements. Now now to be fair, Kathleen Kennedy is insistent that the Ryan Johnson trilogy is still happening eventually or they, they want it to happen she's not saying it's gonna happen she's saying we still would love to work with ron johnson but you know he's very busy uh taika waititi is still writing now taika did say back last fall that he was spent that when he finished thor love and thunder that he was going home he was actually going back to new zealand to work on writing his star wars project. Right. this that he would spend the summer writing his Star Wars project. So that's great. But you know, she basically said Taika is still writing his movie. Taika works very slowly. She's you know, that was that was basically her comment on that. Yeah, she says that the Patty Jenkins thing is still a potential project. Um, which is one that was the one that was the just most baffling. Because you actually had this announcement
1: big announcement what
0: a really cool announcement
1: yeah
0: it got a lot of people really really hyped. Mm -hmm. um she did mention that that it could still come to fruition either as a series or a movie so which means they're not working on it they're still kind of it's still on the table Mm -hmm. as something that could happen Um, And the truth is, is that there's so much Star Wars stuff in the cycle. There's also, I'm discovering there are a lot of news sources. I saw this a lot with Andor, uh, was probably the place where this occurred the most. There are like news sources that are supposed to be reliable, Mm -hmm. legitimate news sources. It happened with Kenobi too. Mm -hmm. They're just making crap up. Yeah, that's true. I mean, just absolutely making stuff up.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know, they've completely... Uh, now, Kenobi is Well, one. love
0: interests and and things like that. And it's like, no, none of that stuff ever happened. There's all this stuff out there that says that Kenobi was originally supposed to be a story with Luke. And maybe that's true, but there were... With, with Obi-Wan and Luke. But, like... That really didn't make a lot of sense to do that. No. Um, it really didn't make sense. Doing Bringing Leia in made a lot more sense. I think doing a story with Luke was going to be real problematic, and I don't know if they ever explored that or not. I'm sure somebody mentioned it, but there are people that act like it was just totally, they. somebody said, no, we're not doing that. We're going to do Leia instead of Luke. I don't know how you could have done a story with Luke and it not and Obi-Wan together and it not have created a problem down the road. Yeah, yeah. Uh and that's and not to like, say, oh Obi-Wan was a perfect series, it was a flawed series. Um I like it. I liked it fine, really like but it, it just wasn't. Yeah. It didn't live up to
1: all the what, years of hope we had for it. Right. And honestly, that was my biggest disappointment about Kenobi was how long i was so excited about that project
0: yeah and you know the thing with kenobi i think that it mostly told an okay story there was some weird editing no there were weird continuity issues with it like somebody was just asleep at the wheel Mm -hmm. i mean you work on shows you know that you know everybody on set's like got something to do with continuity Mm -hmm. but like there's someone who's supposed to be like the grand master of keeping it all in order. That person was clearly asleep at the wheel on Kenobi.
1: Either that or they just- Or the writing
0: was just so bad that there was no continuity. Or
1: the the writing writing was-
0: Well, that's something that's actually come up with the strike.
1: Yeah, actually. And that's a really interesting point because, you know, I've been seeing writers saying things like, yeah, do you notice continuity issues with your favorite shows? Yeah, that's because we wrote it all in three days basically not because we wanted to right not because we wanted to because they gave us three you know like getting getting a group of writers together and giving them a weekend to plot out an entire season of a show yeah and then being like yeah we'll fix it later you know that that makes sense with some of the things we've been seeing um from a lot of different places things that's like why, why didn't they, why didn't somebody flag this? Why didn't somebody fix this? How did this get through? Um, and, you know, and I've also been on sets where you say, this is a problem. Doesn't matter. We've got to film this today. Move
0: on. Yeah. Which is why, I mean, but I think this is also why some of the best stuff on TV right now is where the actors that are running the show. Yeah. Are also right the head writers, like mm-hmm. Mythic Quest mythic quest is an excellent show um i didn't even realize that somehow i missed because we didn't have apple for a while and i missed that the uh, third season came out there the the next to last episode of that season is one of the best episodes of tv i've watched in a really long time mm-hmm. ted lasso is the same thing mm-hmm. ted lasso is kind of all over the place this season uh, and a lot of people aren't happy with it. Actually, they feel like it's lost some of its charm. And I don't feel like it's lost its charm. No. I just feel like we went from Ted. I, we were viewing everyone's story through Ted's perspective, and now we're kind of telling too many stories. I, I think that's the problem with yeah. it. Everybody's not everybody that's getting a piece of the story is not in Ted's immediate circle anymore. Right. Um. So Ted doesn't have anything to do with several pieces of the story. So I think that's the real problem. We're just getting not enough Ted Lasso in Ted Lasso. But he's the head. He's the head. He runs that show. It's his Mm -hmm. show. So he made that decision. So, you know, whatever. But I feel like those shows are doing the best job of storytelling where you have someone where the actors really invested in the writing. Right. Yeah. Um, Because of these other things, they're rushing them.
1: Yeah. Especially streaming. They don't want to pay them
0: for more than like a weekend. Like, hey, come in this weekend and write this show.
1: You know, and we that's may nuts. send you some some random freelance, like, "Hey, fix this." You know, like that's right. a crazy, crazy <laughs> way to write a TV show, like no writers' room.
0: Yeah, and and of course, the big gripes with this it's coming from the streaming services. Yes, and and but where they're just wanting to cut corners, mm-hmm. and you know, so so Disney certainly falls into the category of a streaming service. At this
1: point, I mean, but. these are the same; these are really similar issues to the. um IATSE strike, you know, yeah, um, a couple of years ago that was impending and didn't actually wind that, you know, the union didn't wind up striking, but it was like that close. Yeah. I
0: like how some of the, like, um, some of the studios are out there saying, oh, this strike won't affect the consumer. <laughs> Bullcrap.
1: <laughs> so um, I saw one of the actors from Heroes on Twitter earlier and he was like, I was on Twitter in 2008. Tell me again how writer strikes don't make a difference, you know, basically.
0: Right. <laughs> it ruined that show. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. One of the
0: best shows on TV and the strike ruined it. Mm-hmm. Um, like the only oh, good best. thing The Last Strike gave us was uh, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. It's true.
1: Yeah. You know, I referenced that um, a, a, a few days ago. Apparently, my audience was too young to get that reference.
0: The Dr. Horrible? The
1: hor- I was like, well, I mean, at least we got Dr. Horrible out of the last writer's strike, and they just all went.
0: Yeah, no, nobody. I've talked to several people. We we, we I got everything set up to do watch parties, and then we just never got around to it. But uh, that was first on the list yes. to do a watch party because nobody knew it. That's but it was, was like, a you had to, like, I think you had to, like, be really, like, keyed into a pretty specific fandom to know about that. That's one. possible. Like there's no digital release of it. Like it was not on any streaming mm-hmm. platforms.
1: Is it like on YouTube or something or on their website?
0: Um is it webisodes, huh? Yeah, it might have been might have been webisodes. I, I have it on DVD. And now it's on some you can buy it on a couple of streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh but it was it was very niche. Yeah and and so like if That's you were one that we definitely we were we knew about it because at the time we were really like into uh, firefly. well into firefly you know jot you know kind of part of the the joss whedon fandom and uh and nathan fillion in yeah. particular um so because it had some of our favorite mm-hmm. you know it has felicia day it has neil patrick harris it has um nathan fillion Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple of others in there. Um Simon Hilbert from uh Yes Um
1: Big Bang Theory from Big
0: Bang Theory is in
1: moist, it. Voiced, right?
0: Yeah, he plays voiced. <laughs> um I mean there there are there are a number of really, really fun characters. It was basically just his circle of, mm-hmm. of people before Joss Whedon like fell out of uh everyone's favor. You know... It's like now everybody was like, we don't want Firefly and just Joss Whedon's involved, and it's like, well, yeah, you're not getting Firefly then. Like, <laughs> and that might be for the better, but uh
1: yeah, it's it's a shame because he's a really talented individual, but apparently he, he is, is,
0: but he sort of like 2008 Joss Whedon is very different than 2020 Joss Whedon. That's true. Like he is a to- like a totally different person. Mm-hmm. If they He's just one of those people that got so bitter. Like his characters, like I don't think he could create characters like Buffy or Malcolm Reynolds anymore. Like I don't, yeah. like I don't think that's. I, I think his worldview has changed so severely. Yeah. Um. But anyway, we've strayed a really long ways from Star Wars here.
1: All that to say, a bunch of the stuff that was announced at the last celebration. Is still like, it's, well, it's going to be a thing someday. They announced well, the well, accolade
0: at well, last was, celebration. Well, that was the one before. The accolade's been floating around out there forever. Like, the accolade is one of the longest...
1: Gestating?
0: Gestating projects. Except uh,
1: Kenobi, that one, that one was a really long...
0: Well, we don't really know when they officially started working on Kenobi oh
1: uh, well, it's it was a very long rumored project
0: it was it's been rumored for like ten years like it was probably rumored back before even before the Disney acquisition yeah that's so true. Um, I don't know i i I've, I said when these were announced I mean of course the immediate reaction this is where we were going with this the immediate reaction from a lot of people I know was, Eh, yeah, whatever. Whatever, you know. I'll, I'll believe it bullet- when they see it. Yeah, 100%. And I don't blame them. No. But when I saw it, I went, okay, they announced three movies that we're going to get into in a minute across a vast uh, stretch of time. So pre-Old Republic, mm-hmm. uh, Mandalorian era, so post, uh, post-Jedi era, and then 15 years after... Uh, rise of skywalker Mm -hmm. so we announced basically something for everyone Mm -hmm. and i said this is this is them dialing back saying we need to we have to make movies we've got to get something out looking at three projects that appeal to a broad fan base and saying this is what we're going to do and i really feel like this is on the heels of uh bob Iger coming back and, you know, Bob Iger is under a lot of pressure to get this stuff back on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, Disney just had a massive uh, loss in the last quarter of, of subscribers. Yeah. Now, people blamed The Mandalorian Season 3 and all kinds of other things. Well, it turns out, like, it was because they were, they had the right to stream uh, live, I think, cricket matches in India. Which you can imagine, that's a massive fan base, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they lost that contract. Somebody else won because those things bid every year. Uh so new season of you only get that contract for so many seasons. Well, they lost it. So they lost all those subscribers that only had it to watch cricket matches. Oh wow. (laughs) And and that's normal. Like the 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 companies that that deal like honestly, I wish Disney wouldn't deal in that stuff for Disney Plus, like because it's volatile.
1: Uh
0: Uh-huh. I mean, look at I mean Fox. And ABC and NBC and CBS have been playing in the sports market forever. And they constantly, it's like, well, this this one lost the Super Bowl. And, you know, the Super Bowl is going to this network for the next five years. That's a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl is one of the biggest watch programs of the year. Yeah. Um, Maybe the most watch, at
1: least in the States.
0: Yeah. So, you know, that's a huge loss. And it kind of makes mm-hmm. you go, why, why, are, why is Disney Plus like, why weren't you doing this with Hulu or one of the others like that? And it was because I guess because Disney. I, I would assume I haven't looked at our bill in a while, but I think Disney Plus is the most expensive of the of the three subscription services. Probably, but you have ESPN Plus, right? Why is this not on ESPN Plus? Yeah,
1: that would make a lot more sense.
0: Like I have ESPN Plus because I get to watch. Football, see, you you know, football games that otherwise aren't on TV, and usually that's the teams that I'm looking to watch. Right. Um. I don't know. It was an odd choice. Yeah, that's Uh, crazy. ESPN Plus might not be available in India. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know what the reason was, but that that caused a huge loss. But I said when this happened, when they announced these three movies, I said they can't, they can't cancel these. They have to make these three happen because. I think you've reached a point and I said that because casual fans are starting to complain about Mm -hmm. canceling of movies and why has it been so long since there's been a movie and so I said these this is what Bob Iger came in and said figure it out give me three movies Mm -hmm. and let's let's get this on schedule and I feel like this is what that's what he said that's what they came up with and you, you can't there's no way out and then the freaking writer strike happened and I went, Well now all bets are off because yeah. now you have a valid excuse to say, Well, we had to scrap that one or push right. it back two years. Or
1: yeah, and, 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 not the, to and mention... the thing is
0: they knew this writer strike was gonna happen oh, when they made the
1: 100%. That's why there hadn't been any work for the past nine months. Yeah. Because everybody's seen this coming down the pipe. They've been, I don't know. And the thing is, why did they announce these things when this is impending? They knew this was coming. Why did they make these huge announcements? Yeah. Because I guess because they had celebration, they had to announce something. But people are going to get really disenchanted because, okay, so we went to celebration 26 years ago. 2016? 17. It had to be 17. It was yeah, six 17. years ago. Um and everybody was pissed because they didn't announce anything at well, celebration they didn't really night.
0: announce anything last year but it's like oh they announced so much it's like oh they they showed us little bits and pieces of things that we knew were coming mm-hmm. had known for years or, mo- or months or even years yeah and it's like i even keep seeing it's, it's weird it's like Disney announces or Lucasfilm announces this TV show. It's like we knew about that TV show six months ago. What are yeah. y'all talking about?
1: Um, but there was a lot of complaints that year because they didn't announce anything. Yeah. They showed Last Jedi footage and that was pretty much it. Um
0: they showed Well we got a trailer for Last Jedi. The
1: trailer for their last Jedi, and they showed footage from the first season of The Mandalorian? Or was yeah, it something. Clone Wars?
0: might have been the it might have been Rebels season the the, the or so, yeah it uh, could have been Clone War season seven
1: yeah I think I think it was Columbia yeah I think
0: that's what seven. it was
1: um and then literally they announced Kenobi like two weeks later just like hey everybody and everybody why did they announce this at celebration and so there, there was like ninny many now why don't they announce things and then they're like all right they give the people what they want they start making announcements at celebration. And then, they just sort of fizzle. Not all of them, but a a significant portion of something that they announced at a major event. Yeah, a significant well, number of those projects have
0: had this. Well, they also acted like we're doing this and we're doing that, and it's like we're going to do. Um, so there were a number of there were a number of announcements mm-hmm. that never actually came through official channels okay um the benioff and weiss trilogy i don't right. recall lucasfilm like they were definitely never denied it but i don't remember official channel announcements on that but i mean you still had even with the stuff that they're still saying oh it's in the works there's okay, still like, so many canceled
1: how, how do you like how do you okay the taika TV project why do you announce a taika watiti project whenever the man hasn't even written a script yet
0: well that's the thing they keep writing none of this stuff's written
1: like why do you make major announcements for things that haven't even been written yet
0: yeah well i think there's pressure to announce but it's yeah it's
1: but 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 the people's getting tired of this song and dance um now you know we got ahsoka we have you know we've gotten some of the things now they did
0: say they did say that uh I can't even remember who's directing it or or writing who's who's running it. Uh, I think it's the writer from or the well, the the showrunner from Ms Marvel is doing the Ray the Ray movie. Mm-hmm. I think I saw an announcement that that one's like like 75 80% written.
1: Okay, well that's good. That's a good sign.
0: Um and then the Filoni project which is the uh Mandalorian uh Ahsoka all that that's going to be their. it's going to be their avengers film yeah um, I mean I
1: think that one's I'm not that worried about the I, no I'm not
0: worried one. about that one They're because not I know to that doing
1: anything else well
0: well he's he's already fleshing that story out doing what he's doing so it, right. it's not written yet it's just because we're still waiting for all the pieces to fall in place mm-hmm. that one is still in process of being written on now, the other hand now the first one the, the the one actually the one that has the most high-end potential this is the one that has the potential to bring everyone back into the fold and they went and hired one of the best filmmakers in hollywood Absolutely. to make it um okay but
1: this 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 is a question that you brought up a couple of weeks ago which i think is a really important question what happens if andy and Jill-
0: Flops. then they fire james mangold
1: but i mean like why did you make this announcement before he's making a lucasfilm movie right now why do you just wait? There, this okay so
0: clearly clearly lucasfilm is really happy they've seen the movie it's been in <laughs> front of test groups
1: honey though don't you remember how happy everyone was with um Oh, Eternals. It was the greatest thing ever.
0: They certainly tried We've to convince never us
1: seen that a it was. Marvel movie that okay, was so, phenomenal before.
0: Okay, so the difference there is what a studio is telling you verbally and the actions that they're taking. Yeah. They're taking actions based on this movie being really good. Like they're saying, they're already handing in the keys to their most prized possession, right? Right. Like, he did, he, he did in They're happy enough with Indiana Jones to hand him the keys to creating an entire new era of star Wars. Yeah. Like that's different than, Hey, we've got this movie coming out and we just want you to know it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Right. It's the best thing you'll ever see. It's got, it's got sex in it. And it's like, like I'm sorry, like, the Eternals, <laughs> like, the marketing for the Eternals was literally, oh, the marketing was worse. I mean, the movie's very mid. The movie's
1: fine. It's
0: not but it, it, there's nothing special. I think it, there are some cool characters, but I think, honestly, like, the marketing was worse than the movie. Oh, the marketing was diversity
1: and sex. That was the right? marketing, that was the whole marketing campaign And for then the
0: Rings of Power turns around and tries the same marketing tactic
1: rings of power diversity and intimacy coordinators and
0: at the end of the at the end (laughs) of the day that wasn't even Uh that wasn't even a problem in the in the like rings of power is excellent Mm -hmm. but the media almost destroyed it completely before it came out before it came out with all that crap Mm -hmm. but the thing is is amazon was amazon was allowing some of that to be pushed uh, they had that, ta- that horrible roundtable uh, discussion with fake fans, like these mega fans that had clearly never picked up a Tolkien book. Like, ever. And probably had never even seen the the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. Because they they just didn't know basic facts about the story. Right. Um, like, why would you put that out there? Not only did they put it out there, they had different groups and put it out there in, like, every conceivable language. Like, and they were all like, it was like this super fan, but he's reading the same script as this guy that's reading it in this other <laughs> language. Like, do you think we're that stupid? Like, like the internet, this, like <laughs> the internet like it's like you're heard of the internet.
1: <laughs> there were bilingual people in the world. There was like right.
0: Once upon a time you could release this thing in English and release it in, in uh in Japan with the exact same script and nobody would ever know, right? No more no. But why why did you do that Hi. but like i don't know the the marketing machine but i'm i'm feeling good about indiana jones based on the fact that they handed james mangold the keys to star wars because really... let's be honest like i think the ray thing like i don't have i don't have a tremendous amount of confidence in the person running an app. Like I love Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel now, Miss Marvel is really good because Iman Vellani is like I said, she's charm incarnate. Perfect. Absolutely. Like like you you could put her in anything and she's gonna make it better. Mm-hmm. Like, I firmly believe that. Like she's going to be huge. Yeah. Um but I, I don't know. I'm... I, I was so confident that they couldn't cancel these three films but Obviously, now with the writer's, with the writer's
1: strike, strike all bets are off for everything
0: yeah so we don't I mean
1: like like anything that's been announced and hadn't been man like they're like oh the next season of stranger things after the writer i'm like yeah just no they
0: shut that one down give it up like and, one of the only things that didn't shut down was um like rings of power decided to push through now, Rings of Power was, like, almost done filming.
1: There were a couple of things that were almost done filming that they went ahead and just pushed through. But yeah. um, not most things.
0: No, it's... like, we've got to wait on, uh, like, all the kids from a Stranger Things and Cobra Kai are all going to be, like, in their 40s by the time <laughs> we see the final season. Um, I don't know. I, I have, I'm hoping, like, I had high hopes that this writer strike, like, these studios are just now recovering from, from COVID.
1: COVID, Right.
0: And so I looked at it and went, Oh, it's in the studio. The studios are just now like Mm -hmm. they're not even fully back on their feet from COVID. They're just now the theater's coming back alive. uh, Production is picking up all over the place. Mm -hmm. And so it's really just now reaching this point where things are, we can call things normal again. Right. And then you get a writer's strike. And so I think, Oh, it's in everybody's best interest to solve this quickly. Mm-hmm. And then we start seeing stuff earlier this week that's like, hey, don't expect this writer strike to end anytime soon. It's
1: like, mm-hmm.
0: Great. Yeah, that's not what
1: we wanted to hear.
0: Right. So,
1: yeah. I, I really hope that it was going to be like, all right, you know, we, we kind of like the, with, with the um, IOTC." strike you know like all right we we just we 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 worked on our differences before the thing got really bad and now we're gonna move on yeah but I mean the last writer's strike was a uh long it, it was
0: it was a thing it's the last one lasted the, the the big one the one everybody talks about was like like nine months right
1: I don't even remember I mean it felt like forever and it just I just remember. I don't know how
0: long it was but it affected everything for like two years
1: but how much more reality TV can the world endure?
0: Well see that's the problem is all the is is well see the 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 studios have been talking for a couple of years about how they've been stockpiling scripts in case this ever happened Well apparently there's a flaw in that whole plan I don't know what it was
1: the flaw is well they sure, don't have anybody
0: have, to clean to dr script
1: they have nobody to fix them whenever it doesn't actually work right and and the thing is anyone who has any aspirations of ever being credited as a writer isn't going to touch it yeah. you know directors well, the PAs, thing. if they someday want to be a writer they're not they don't want to get blackballed by the <laughs> writers guild
0: right I mean that's the thing it's like yeah you can hire somebody but Like, that person is going to work your job, and when this is over with, they'll never work again. So
1: You know, it's just, it's not a, uh, it's not a good, it's not a good plan. It's just, it's, it doesn't bode well.
0: So anyway, as far as the movies, which one are you most excited about?
1: Most excited about... mm, Um, I really do enjoy Ray. Um, I really hope that if we get a Ray movie, that we actually get a Ray and Finn project.
0: Yeah, well, that's the rumor that he's back on board as well. Although there are other rumors. There's been several rumors. And it's all rumor at this point. But it is written. And some of those rumors came from, one of these rumors came from uh, Jeff Snyder, the same person that predicted that or or announced like two days before celebration that Lucasfilm was going to announce three movies mm-hmm. right so like this this is not someone who's just making crap up this is someone who's actually seems uh, to have connection. well he's got connections like mm-hmm. he his his stuff's usually on point um usually if he's wrong it's because something changed not because he had bad info right um I believe and I, I could be wrong so someone correct me in the comments if I am wrong, but I believe that he was one of the people that said that, yeah, it's this movie is gonna be um so Ray has is refounding the Jedi Order 15 years after Rosa Skywalker, but that she's not the main character.
1: Hmm. And that's definitely an interesting dynamic.
0: Yeah. Well, I think Honestly, even if they make a movie with her as the main character, I think that's a smart move. Mm-hmm. We can because mm-hmm. as much as I liked Ray and I liked Finn, both of them, both of their stories have major flaws. Mm-hmm. And so this is a chance to kind of like re like kind of redirect her story and reacclimate people to her with someone else as the main character. Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, I think. And I'm that, assuming a student. Yeah. I mean, that. that so, Finn could reject. actually
0: be the main character. We hadn't heard any different there.
1: Um, and I think John Boyega has enough clout at this point that he could be like, if I'm coming back, I'm a Jedi, basically. Oh, you I know? think
0: 100%. I think that's where they left us with him. Yeah. I, I think 100%. If he's coming back, we're going to see him with a lightsaber. I mean, it's 15 years later. He's a Jedi Knight by this point. Yeah. So um i don't know i mean i think there's all sorts of interesting stories i mean we've talked about things where you know the potential for other sects of jedi yeah uh around the galaxy so it could be raised jedi and some others um Mm -hmm. because partially we're going to see what ahsoka does in this
1: right right next And,
0: and presumably i still have high hopes that luke had surviving students
1: I mean, somewhere, right? They're surely not all.
0: And we know Grogu will be around. Right now, Grogu may not have anything to do with the Jedi whatsoever.
1: Maybe Grogu's a Sith. Yeah,
0: then I
1: gotta do a that. A Knight of brand.
0: So, if he you made death. if you made him a Sith, he would officially. What was which one of our kids? They had the 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 Clone Wars episode with Dark Yoda. Yeah. And they called him the Yucky. The Yucky. <laughs> they were very it was elijah and he was only like three Mm -hmm. and he was like very upset about the yucky (laughs)
1: not a fan of the yucky (laughs)
0: um so i mean sith sith grogu is basically the yucky i guess yeah
1: that's funny
0: um but i i don't know i think that that movie has a lot of potential um we'll see what happens i think that'll be the first movie we get Mm -hmm. uh I, I mean, I think the, I think Filoni's project will come fairly quick, I, I, yeah. but it's going to be a matter of, and the one thing I liked when he was talking about it, because, you know, this is Dave Filoni's project. Right. Ahsoka is Dave Filoni's project, but when he was talking about it, he kept talking about, well, uh, John and I, he's so clearly, right? John Favreau is still involved, which is good. because I like to hear. Yeah. Um, you're coupling one of the best storytellers in star Wars with one of the best movie makers out there. So Mm -hmm. I still think that's a terrific combo. And I think moving Favreau, letting him make a, you know, at least somewhat involved with a star Wars movie is a good thing because he's doing fine at TV, but clearly he's a movie maker. Right. Yeah. Um, Not that he hasn't done some TV, but Mm -hmm. he's mostly a movie maker. Um,
1: So I think that that is probably the one that I am. I'm just the most confident that it will be made and that I will like it. Not that I don't think that maybe even some of the other things have more potential in some ways. But this one I feel like is the thing we know. I, you know.
0: So I have to ask a question. Okay. This will, this will rile someone up. Depending on okay. who listens to this show, it won't rile you up. Yeah. So, the general complaint about this movie is that they're giving Luke Skywalker's expanded universe story to Ray.
1: Has anyone looked
0: at Mark Hamill lately? I mean... Okay. The, well, the, the truth is, is that if you have a problem with the fact that we never got a Luke Skywalker post-Return of the Jedi movie. You should have seen Solo in the theater. Well, not just that. It's 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 really not just that. If you wanted to see, specifically if you wanted to see Mark Hamill playing a role, refounding the Jedi Order five years after Return of the Jedi, you are blaming the wrong person.
1: 100%. Blame George Lucas. Absolutely.
0: Sure, George had his reasons for... Uh, you know, not making another movie right away, although he was making The Clone Wars, and he was working on several TV series, so everybody's saying that, oh, well, he was just so hurt after doing the prequels. Well, I mean, he already waited too long by the prequels, let's be honest. Um, That movie should have been made in the early 90s at the latest.
1: When they released the special editions in theaters, I thought I was getting episode 7. I was a very disappointed. I was a very disappointed little confused child. <laughs> was like, I've seen this movie. I mean, it was still a good movie, but
0: it's got weird stuff in it now, but I've seen it. Got
1: weird, but this is not what I thought. I thought I was getting the next thing. Yeah. So you know, it, 30 years ago.
0: But the, the truth is for everybody that wanted post-return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker, that's George's fault.
1: Everybody who wanted an Heir to the Empire movie.
0: This is the closest you're going to get.
1: And and here's the thing.
0: So It is Filoni's project.
1: There are only two options for making that movie about the everybody that everybody that some people, a certain contingent of people want. And it's to recast the character,
0: and nobody wants that.
1: And nobody wants that, or to make the entire thing with a D.H. Mark Hamill, which is way too expensive. It's way too expensive, and it's not there. No, it It is not there, um, unless they're going to do something animated.
0: So animated, animated. I'm all on board for an animated series to cover that era. The problem is they've already changed the character so much. Like we clearly get some something like that version of Luke for a little while. Mm-hmm. But um and you can still do a lot of it. But the, the heir to the empire stuff, unless it's unless Luke Skywalker shows up in Feloni's movie, you're not getting that part. And the truth is, is I think that they don't want to do the de-aging and the the deep fake stuff because mm-hmm. it's very expensive to do well. Mm-hmm and so every second that he, they literally have to count the seconds he's on screen Are mm-hmm. you recast it and i think that cast i think that recasting i don't think they have any interest in revisiting recasting after the solo debacle
1: absolutely not, which is a shame
0: and i don't even think that was the major problem with solo but it what gets blamed
1: yeah no i i really i thought it was great i think a lot of i think that's why a lot of people did not go in for the movie, period, was because they didn't want to see somebody else be Han Solo. I mean, but you also got to see Donald Glover be Lando Calrissian. And there I mean, is a like,
0: rumored Donald Glover project in the works.
1: I mean, like, you missed out. And and I think that Alden Einreich did an excellent job as Han Solo. Like, I really... Yeah, I mean,
0: I get the people that didn't like it. I, I mean, because it's not Harrison Ford. No,
1: it's not Harrison like, who? Ford.
0: Nobody's Harrison, Nobody's
1: Harrison Ford. Ford. Um... So, but clearly, like they could have gotten
0: someone that fit the physical build a little better than than Alden did. But the truth is, is it's of the movies that. So, if you want to be real honest about comparing a movie to the to the original trilogy, it's the most like the original trilogy of anything Disney's made.
1: Absolutely, including
0: Rogue One, which I love. I'm still my Mm -hmm. favorite of of the Disney era stuff. Yeah. Um and it's great, but it doesn't, it is different than it flows into the original trilogy really nicely. Yeah. But it's it's more intense than the original trilogy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um
1: and it ends less happily.
0: Right. Uh so yeah, um I, I don't know. I think that I think Luke's off the table.
1: Yeah, I mean the thing is, th- I that was I think that was their experiment with recasting. I think left. the
0: only time we're really ever going to see Luke again, if we don't see him in um, if we don't see him in Filoni's project. Now, if you can recast him and do it convincingly, and there are a couple of actors out there that the that the core fandom has been clamoring for, and so if you go get. Sebastian Stan I actually think a lot of people would jump on board with that yeah like they've got these couple of unknowns that were kind of doing it with Mm -hmm. um during the Mandalorian that was fine. you cast one of those guys as Luke Skywalker for the movie it ain't I mean nobody's nobody's biting you cast Sebastian Stan and I think people bite
1: yeah and and sebastian has aged noticeably in the past couple of years so he definitely you could buy him as a you know 15 years after jedi luke you know a lot more than um
0: even five years ago i think he could have yeah so i i think like i think that that movie that movie's already got its detractors which is stupid
1: and honestly isn't that just the story of everything right everything now, like it's like we, but we don't like we don't judge anything on its merits anymore we just judge it on how we feel about the dialogue surrounding it when it's first announced
0: yeah but i think that i think that that is the movie with the potential for the so as far as box office numbers i think the biggest appeal um I think that one does big. I think that Faloni's movie will do do well, mm-hmm. but not everybody's watching Disney Plus, right. Like a lot of people don't know what's going on with these characters. Mm-hmm. They see the merchandise out there, but they don't right. I mean, which kind of leads me to something I've been complaining about a lot here the last few weeks is release this crap on on physical media, please. Yeah. Like it makes no sense at this point. Like season three of The Mandalorian, sure, don't release that. Wait, wait six months, nine months, even a year. Mm -hmm. Season one and two, nobody's signing up for your service right now because of season one of The Mandalorian. Right. Yeah. And that may be something they haven't figured out yet, is that this service that this that the drive on
1: the novelty has an expiration date.
0: Well, but this drive for streaming services is all about what What did you give me this week?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, exactly. what, what can you give me next What's now? new Something... on
1: Netflix this month?
0: Right. So that has no real draw unless they're going to hold out some hope that everybody's going to go watch three seasons of The Mandalorian and a season of Ahsoka and possibly Skeleton Crew just so they can understand this movie
1: no i think people are getting (coughs) tired of that
0: Um, No, yeah i think that's one of the things going on with marvel right now mm -hmm. i think guardians sort of potentially breaks us out of that slump Mm -hmm. um guardians is easily the best uh marvel movie since endgame and it's not even close yeah um it may be the best of the Guardians film, and it was, and also, it elevates the other two.
1: It also did a good job of, I think, it gave you enough information that you could have just seen it, yeah. without having to see every thirty-seven movies that came before it.
0: Well, Guardians has always been on its off on its own, mm-hmm. um, so you know that the the where where his character showed up in Infinity War and Endgame was basically someone else playing with his toys. Right. Which is, um there's a kind of a joke right now that that's the only reason that he had Nebula steal Bucky's arm was because it just creates a problem for whoever <laughs> has to deal with Bucky next. Right. <laughs> like, because they killed off Gamora. Right. And we're not going to get into this right now because we are going to do a show on this here pretty, pretty soon. But, mm-hmm. like... That was that's funny that like because they killed Gamora, like there's this thing right now with uh Star Lord not having his mask. Right. Why did Star Lord have his mask? Well, if you recall, it was destroyed mm. in Guardians 2.
1: Okay, yeah, and
0: then he suddenly had it again in in uh Infinity War. And so James Gunn just like he came out after and said, Oh, he left it in the drawer on uh nowhere. Like he didn't have time to grab it, mm-hmm. which is fine. That works, you know. Whatever, plot hole solved. But the truth is, is that they broke it in Guardians 2, and he just didn't want he, he didn't want to put it back in there. Yeah, <laughs> but he wasn't going to stay. It, was, say it that? was a
1: little bit like that pissing contest going on between uh, uh, Ryan Johnson and J.J. Uh, Abrams. And well, that's Star- one of
0: the Abrams. biggest pissing contests in the history of movie making. Like
1: the moral of this story is, pissing contests do not benefit the viewer.
0: No, well, at least this was done in, in mostly in jest, like you know, theirs yeah. was not, yeah, no. Um, so anyway, I do think that the one that you talked about, the Ray movie, is the one with the potential to make the most money. That's the one that puts Star Wars back on top if it's good, like that's the one that can. can. That's the one that can undo all the damage. Right. Um, Most of the damage. But the potential to be the next really, really big thing Mm -hmm. is this James Mangold movie. To see the origin of the Jedi. My fear is they said we're basically like the origin of the Force. And I was like, no, please, for the love of God, don't do that. Because, like, I'm fine with seeing the first Jedi, but, like, we have all this story in canon that the Jedi are not the first Force users. So, right. please, for the love of God, don't do the first Force user or the origin of the Force. The Force needs to be as old as the galaxy itself.
1: Right, absolutely.
0: Um, so, that's one of those things where I'm just kind of hoping that... Someone said that, someone and someone misspoke, and someone did. And Dave Filoni or someone else went, "Hold, hold on, wait a second. Um, that is, um, I think that's that's the one I'm most excited about because it's yeah. it's really it's really the first one to try to move away. So there's a problem with the uh, the Ray movie, right? they said the end of the skywalker saga and then they made her a skywalker and now we're going to do a ray movie is this still the skywalker saga it still involves a skywalker how do we like do are we reopening the door
1: it just they just gotta sh- whoever they've just gotta stop saying stuff that they don't they're just like say things and it's like well no what are you gonna do with that right And they went about the Skywalker saga, Skywalker saga, and it's like nothing about the Skywalkers. And they got to the end, and they're like, "And Rey Skywalker," which was fine. Like I didn't. No, like I
0: didn't freak out about that or anything. But like now, you like you said, well, this is the you even advertised it this way, right? Uh The the end of the Skywalker saga, Mm -hmm. which we didn't actually say that this was Skywalker saga until the second movie. Right. We didn't say that in the marketing for the first one for for uh, the Force Awakens. it it was when we got to the second one that we started advertising it as the next chapter in the Skywalker saga. And so now you advertise the third one as the finale, the end of the Skywalker saga.
1: The trilogy of trilogies.
0: And then you make another movie with uh, Ray Skywalker. So which is it? I'll just say they should have stuck with this trilogy. The, The Return of the Jedi was the end of the Skywalker saga and let this new movie, I'd really still just absolutely insist if you would let this trilogy, the 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 sequel trilogy, be its own thing, absolutely. and not have even don't even involve the original cast. Mm-hmm. Move it further in the future; they're all dead. I don't care. Like at this point, we're not getting the version of those characters we want anyway, so yeah. just don't put them in and tell a new story. And it's mostly much better. Yeah. Mostly I, I because the problem is everybody the big problem most people initially had was the treatment of those characters. So yeah. just don't put them in there. Yep. I agree. Um so yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting that it's part of the Skywalker saga now. Like mm-hmm. like what's the answer? Is it or isn't it? Um I don't know. I've seen some really weird rumors for that already. Uh, that she's uh she's gonna be Rape that she's still really Ray Palpatine and that she's gonna be dark side when we see her again. I'm like, did y'all watch? Like, I know you didn't love the movie, but did you watch it? Because she's we we've moved past the her temptation to the dark right. side, like get over it. Um so non-movie stuff. Mm-hmm. i'm really excited about the three movies if they happen. Um yeah. So uh non-movie stuff. We're going to have to move through these fairly quick. Uh, Andor season two, they got a teaser trailer. We didn't get to see that, but it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, and it's going to apparently lead right up to, this season is it. It's going to lead right up to the scene where we first meet Cassian in row One.
1: Okay, awesome.
0: Which, uh,
1: oh wow, so this will be it.
0: This will Which... be it. We're going to get K2SO. We're going to get all that stuff. Um, I hope that it continues on the stride. It. It felt more like Star Wars as we got to the end. And it's like, I liked Andor fine. The last five episodes is really much better than the rest of it. Uh Um, I really enjoyed the last five episodes. It does still create one of those things with, like, Star Wars is for kids, but let's put more violence in it. Star Wars is kids. Let's, you know, you know. Uh, you know, I, I still have that, and that's going to bring me to a point here in a second. Um, with, um, I'm excited for Andor. season them. We did get an announcement about, um, or there there was some stuff about the Acolyte. Mm-hmm. This show terrifies me as as a fan mm-hmm. because I think this is going to be the last Jedi 2.0. I think this is going to just rip the fandom in half. Yeah. They're building it to be that. They're building it along. They went and got a that's the thing. It's like I hate it when I see this person's making this movie and like their qualifications are that they're an activist. That's like, good grief. When did that become a qualification to make a movie or a TV show? Yeah. Um you know, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein's personal assistant making this one. For former personal assistant. But this one, this one has got, this one is going to be divisive, I'm convinced. Um, they're really anxious to play around with force users that aren't Jedi or Sith, which is okay mm-hmm. at face value. But it depends on what that is. I mean, we're seeing stuff in uh, visions. We're kind of working our way through visions right now. And I have
1: thoughts as th- a whole and episode. we're gonna do
0: a whole episode on visions. we're gonna do two whole episodes because we're gonna do one with the kids as well mm-hmm. uh, because their 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 think their thoughts on it are about like mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Iana keeps looking at me and going, this is stupid. <laughs> and it's like that's not the reaction you want from the 13 year old right. on this show who loves Star Wars mm-hmm. and she really doesn't like visions very much yeah Um, now we did watch two episodes tonight that she that everybody seemed to like Mm -hmm. but I'm afraid that this show is going to have the problem some of these have had where they don't understand the Jedi or the Sith they don't understand the light and the dark they don't understand what is a good guy Mm -hmm. at all right like we just want to blur the lines as much as possible
1: I mean, there have definitely been some and things where it's like the good guy is the one who is out for number one. Yeah. When did that become the good guy?
0: Right. Anger, <laughs> selfishness, all these things. And we're, and these are our good guys' visions. And, we're, you know, it's like, fun. If you want to do a show with a, um, if you want to go make something with an anti hero that's, a little bit just out for himself, he'll do the right thing as long as it benefits him in some way, mm-hmm. or he'll do the right thing, but maybe not in the way that a, a really maybe not in the way Captain America or Superman would do it, right? Yeah, um, the Punisher, right? That's the the go to, mm-hmm. um, I anti-hero. think anti hero, mm-hmm. um, he'll he'll do the right thing, it may just be killing everyone, but he'll get it done, yeah,
1: um.
0: But I think that, like, I'm really concerned, like, and this is is something we've been talking a lot about here and uh, working on some episodes. I really, this is something I want to bring in some guests on and and talk about the religious nature of Star Wars. And not just Star Wars. We'll probably actually do this on the Science Fictionary. So we can talk, because we're going to talk Star Wars. But just in general, the importance of, in this world that we live in, of telling stories mm-hmm. where your good guys are good and they're noticeably good and they have characteristics that you want to emulate. Right. Right. Like that, that's something like everybody wants these, you know, gray area characters. Cause they're
1: so edgy and interesting.
0: And it's like, look, you can tell gray area characters, but I, I think that there's still a big place. Especially in shows that are, as people want to continually point out, are for kids. Like, why do we want to put gray characters, morally gray characters in? Look, I'm going to be the first to tell you, like, I don't think that morally gray necessarily exists. Like, I I think it's a, it's like there might be a moment where you're in the middle. You can't stay there. You can't just exist in the middle, especially as a force user in Star Wars, it doesn't work. Like we want to do great Jedi, right? Great Jedi, the, so there's two versions of great Jedi. We've talked about this one. and into but this idea that you can use the light and the dark. This is something we've seen in visions that I don't like. Mm-hmm. This we're playing so we can we can use the light and the dark side of the force. And as long as we use them in a balance, we're okay. That that's not a thing. No, the dark side of the force has consequences. Mm-hmm. There are consequences for using those powers, and they're not good, right? And I think that we're going to see a lot of these really sort of modern takes on a hero, modern takes on the light and the dark, and morals in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the whole morally gray thing is not really so much a rejection of, um. It's a rejection of the light. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. It's 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 a rejection of the idea that anything is morally good. Right.
1: Yeah. And um. Yeah. Lots lots of thoughts on that. Yeah. No. You know,
0: and we're we're going to get deep on that one. That's mm-hmm. going to be. Uh, one of the more philosophically deep conversations that we've explored here, which is why we're taking our time, and mm-hmm. um, I've got to kind of seek out um, other people who other to people have these conversations. Yeah, not, not the kind of conversation everybody likes to have. Or yeah, absolutely. Can have without getting, fighting angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, we're going to we're gonna pursue this uh, probably on the science fiction but here on YouTube. This will definitely be one of our shows here on YouTube, and mm-hmm. I don't know I'm I'm uh I'm very concerned about the Acolyte mm-hmm. um everybody that has listened to this show knows my biggest complaint about The Last Jedi is what it did to the fandom yeah. like I there's a lot of things in that movie I don't like
1: mm-hmm.
0: but my opinion of it continues to diminish not because of what not because of the movie itself but because of what it did to the fandom, like, because I don't just, you know, I, I have not just always loved this franchise, but the fandom that was built around it. And mm-hmm. that movie did irreparable damage. Mm-hmm. Like, I say irreparable. Time heals saw wounds, right? And, and eventually we will move far enough past that. We will put enough, hopefully, enough good material out there that The Last Jedi will just, that the people that really, really hate it It'll just be something that you just kind of mention. Oh yeah, that, that one. I mean like, it's just the
1: one know, we don't watch. Of, I mean, like there there are people who really, <clears throat> really hated the prequels and they've become less and less um loud.
0: That's true. But I think that they're I think that what people don't like about them is different.
1: Oh, for sure. But the fact remains that they they were really derided for a long time. I think. And yeah, kind of and it's done.
0: like, and, I, and everybody's like, I was like, people like the prequels more than they did. I I don't think that's true. I think that the people that really hate the prequels just don't say as much anymore.
1: Yeah, which is. Cause I still talk to
0: people all the time that don't like the prequels. Yeah,
1: I I think that, but
0: they'll. Just I have listen. that. I have. I mean, I have that argument all the time. I love the prequels
1: i just think there'll be less i don't think the prequels
0: are perfect movies like the original trilogy is still the top of this franchise yeah there's nothing that's there's nothing out there right now that's going to knock the original trilogy off its yeah Off its platform it's depending on which day you ask me it's either the first or the second greatest movie trilogy ever made yeah and and so Right up there with Lord of the Rings, depending yeah, no, on who the, the, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they tell very similar stories. Yeah, for sure. Um, was that you telling me your? That
1: was me telling you that my allergies are kicking in and my eyes are itching. So unless you want to see me pull one of them out <laughs> on a YouTube video... <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we need to talk a couple of things real quick. Okay. Um, we had an announcement about Visions. It's out now. Tales of the Jedi, which was... I yeah, don't even for, remember for anything babies. about it. Well, no, Tales of the Jedi was the one they did that they had. A, we had a few months ago. Oh yeah,
1: I enjoyed. And they that. were
0: fun. Honestly, don't remember a lot about them mm-hmm. except for the uh, Count Dooku episodes. Yeah, they were fun. Them. They they told they were they were good. Like I mm-hmm. I, I didn't think anything was wrong. Um, I thought they were good, but I should revisit them. Yeah, uh, we are getting a second season. Uh, the Bad Batch is coming back. Third and final season. Ooh, uh, which okay. is good. Bad Batch has been really good. Uh, I know a lot of people thought it was oh, it was better than The Mandalorian. But there were some really good episodes of The Bad Batch. The first three or four episodes of The Bad Batch this year sucked. Yeah, I
1: wasn't... It even... took a little
0: while to find its footing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so we talked about the Acolyte. So the other big one, uh, the Skeleton Crew. This was, of yeah. course, the big announcement this year. Uh, it's well on its way to being done uh jude law coming in to lead which is a major get jude, jude law was actually a celebration wasn't he? Or i think i, I think so i'm not 100 sure some of that was i was he was very coming sick. in and out of consciousness during celebration
1: Yeah.
0: um but they got a, they got their first look of it look at it yeah, I'm um,
1: excited about it. Uh, really... So we're
0: getting something. They say it's got kids in it. They're teenagers. They mm-hmm. kind of build it like young kids initially, but it's going yeah. to be more teenagers. And basically what I saw was it's got kids in it, but it's not necessarily for kids. Yeah. Like um, I'm hearing a little more Andorish in nature, which I think is probably good depending on what they mean. Mm-hmm. A little more serious, like a yeah. little more stakes. Um, although I still think that The Mandalorian is way more true to the notes of the original trilogy than Andor. Mm-hmm. Um, and as someone who does want my kids to be able to watch it and take away from it, right? I, they haven't finished Andor. I don't know if you're aware of that because. They didn't like. They only watched like three or four episodes in, and they that's didn't right. like it. Yeah, that's and right. And I didn't like it at that point either. In fact, yeah. that was about the point where I stayed up till two in the morning to watch an episode. Got really pissed off <laughs> <laughs> um, because I stayed up that late and was very disappointed because mm-hmm. um, I kept thinking it's gonna get better. It's gonna get better. I think it was that fourth episode. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, there were a couple of things on on Disney Plus the past couple of months that we were planning to watch with the kids. It, uh, that and She-Hulk yeah, that's another one that was like. but
0: okay. I, I I'm liking everything I'm hearing about yeah. Skeleton crew. Uh, it's gonna be well, set set in that. the same time as our other you know ahsoka the, and mandoverse. the mandoverse. yeah and th- I mean this is part of this. but from what I understand, mm-hmm. John Favreau has some reign over this. okay., uh, it's being made by oh, I'm gonna blank on his name. He made the last uh, he may have made all the Spider-Man movies for Disney. Uh, John Wise. John Watts. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm excited. There, I don't. There's nothing that makes me think, oh, I'm worried about this. No, I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah. I was worried a little while. You know, there was a moment where I was like, oh, it could be way too kiddie. Yeah. But it appears that it's going to be interesting. Um, I think everybody's going to be happy with Jude Law's character because apparently he's someone that. It's going to take us a while to learn exactly where he stands so as far as... And they're not saying whether he's good or bad, but he might just not be the nicest person. Might be a I little mean, rough yeah. around the edges. Um,
1: that's kind of what Law is. I mean, he just did Captain
0: Hook, so <laughs> that's kind of what he's doing at right. the moment. Um, the other thing... Let's see, there was one more thing we needed to mention. What was it? Or was, was that it? Skeleton crew... Uh, we had an amazing Ahsoka trailer. Mm-hmm. Um since your allergies were about to get you, we won't go deep into that, but that trailer is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um really, really looking forward to that one. I want a full look at Thrawn. I think they got a look at Thrawn at celebration, but we didn't. You got a look at the back of his head. Right. Uh I I'm really excited for this. This is gonna be the first really big test for um. Dave filoni in live action like he's sort of had his hand held through the other stuff he's made mostly been good dave is a different kind of storyteller he's he's very something something between george lucas george lucas and tolkien in the way he tells stories where he sort of gets caught up in giving a little too much detail over here
1: You ever read Lame Miz? Kind of
0: meanders around. Why are we
1: telling this story? Oh, (laughs) waited.
0: Okay, yeah. It isn't
1: relevant. It but but unlike Lame Miz, it may be relevant three years from now.
0: Yeah. Most of those stories. So what I hope is that he understands (laughs) that you've got this eight episodes. This isn't no longer full-length seasons of rebels or Mm full-length seasons of clone wars like. Less meandering. Mm -hmm. And I think that's. And and the thing is, I love those. I love that kind of storytelling. It's why I've never minded the side quest Mm -hmm. um, that everybody gets so upset about because to me, they're not necessarily side quests. They're. There's some, they're world building.
1: You know, funny thing though, most that, of the most derided episodes of those an- animated shows are our kids' favorites. They still talk about droids in distress and how much they like droids into You remember how much everybody bitched about that when it came
0: Everybody to... did. Space whales too.
1: Yes, space whales. Kids love space Elijah
0: space. in particular loved space. the space whales. And he was pretty little at the time. But I mean, like, that was his favorite episode. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to argue with that. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm not here to tell anybody what your favorite episode ought to be. You know, even my children, like, you know, yeah. they're allowed to have their own. Uh, they like the sequel trilogies. It's their first theater Star Wars, and they like it. Yeah. And I think they recognize some of the problems with it, but they like it, and that's fine. I, that's that's their first Star Wars experience. You know, theater Star Wars. Experience. They were big Star Wars fans long before the sequel trilogy, but mm-hmm. like. There's something special about that first, sure. you know, mm-hmm. that first one you get to see in the theater.
1: Yeah, the one that's coming out whenever you're, you know, growing up.
0: It's yeah, special. it's it's those when you're at an impressionable age. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll be at the impressionable age of like 45 <laughs> when James Mangold's movie comes out. So please make it good, so that it impresses on me the right thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so let it be written right so let it be done
0: yeah so um, that's a
1: vastly underused <clears> quote by the way i was trying to find a so let it be written so let it be done GIF, yeah. and i was like why is this i mean i does everybody not just use that in regular conversation
0: i guess not,
1: not. it's a shame everybody go back and watch the ten commandments
0: Man, we got all kinds of stuff scrolling on the bottom down here. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Return, I've done that one in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check out the Red Five Network, that's uh, slash Red Five. that's all true. Um, lots of good stuff over there. Mm-hmm. So much so that I'm not even sure what else is over there anymore, but it's a lot of podcasts a lot of, podcasts, and podcasts a lot of good stuff to check out for sure. So go do that. Um, we could do a Rings of Power review real quick. You know, do a Rings of Power review.
1: Yes, I want Rings
0: of Power pack. <laughs> Well, we're we're working on getting some guests so to talk cool. some rings of power so that we have uh don't have to, you know, wait forever, wait for all the new stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Um I love rings of power. <clears throat>
0: it it only has one it, it's got one flaw. And I'm hoping it's they just short. Come, not really that was that was a flaw. That that's a flaw with everything these days. Everything is too short. Um no, that whole thing where like they just missed the memo that the moon and the sun or the light of the two trees and that like we no, don't... I, was,
1: I, I said that was Tolkien's, you know thing that that was his his, his problem with with the Lord of the rings is that they were too short
0: yeah
1: the, a complaint that has been noted by other people as well <laughs> Too short. yeah
0: all right uh so remember uh you know help, help us scream at everyone about uh making sure that eventually they bring Star Wars Celebration to New Orleans. Because you
1: all want to come to New Orleans. New Orleans is great. New Orleans is fun. Limitless, endless places to come. Hey, and if it's in New
0: Orleans, we'll definitely be there and we'll hang out with you. Yes. We'll show you around New Orleans. We'll take you to the non-touristy good restaurants.
1: Good plan. You heard it here first, folks.
0: And the non-scary, the the non-touristy bars because the touristy bars are scary.
1: Bourbon no. Street.
0: No, no, go a street over. Don't go to Bourbon Street. True yeah, story.
1: <laughs> All right, friends. Well, thanks for coming and listening to
0: Wow. Litton. What happened?
1: My words don't work no more. Thanks for coming and listening to us talk about Star Wars, one of our favorite things.
0: Yep. Uh, you can find us as always on Twitter at site underscore fictionary. This was actually of Course Not Radio Underground. So find us at uh, crew underscore podcast. That's C-R-U underscore podcast. Um, you can find us at, at both. I'm um, back and forth between both all day. true. Um, sure. And let's see. Is there anything else? We already plugged Red 5. I
1: already plugged Red 5. And uh,
0: yeah, go to our T-Public page. I, I've got some good stuff over there.
1: It's true.
0: Not just ours. I've got some good stuff uh, curated there, uh, including a few other uh, Red 5 shows. Uh, Shirts that you can find there. Uh, Particularly, I've got several uh, things for the Scarab Scuttlebutt podcast and probably even a Red Five design or two.
1: You need to make an adventurous locksmithing shirt for Nick.
0: Yeah, Nick needs some shirts. It's true. We would even get some and wear them on the show. It's true. Um, But that's going to do it for this episode, of course, not Radio Underground. Thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, Real quick, Marisha, where can people find you? Right here. Right here. She's not going to give you her Instagram tonight, apparently. I haven't posted on it in like six months. It <sighs> just seems a little ridiculous. You've been on Twitter more lately, though.
1: It's all right. I'm Pete Padawans on Twitter.
0: All right, guys. That's going to do it for tonight. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, until next time, may the Force be with you. This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, Visit bio.link slash red5.